styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Hi, thank you for joining us on the Styling to Stay or Sell podcast. My name's Jackie Dodson and I'm the creative director and owner of Peony and Silk Property Styling, which is a property styling and interior design studio based in Warners Bay in the Newcastle area. Today I've got a very special guest with me. Her name's Jess and she's from the Grateful Boutique. They are a one-for-one pay-it-forward social enterprise that provides a platform to connect with and give back to the community. Their boutique sells modern, trendy clothing for ladies, men, kids and accessories, and we also create and sell beautiful flower posies. For every item purchased, a similar item is paid forward on you, the customer's behalf. You have the opportunity to write in the card for the person receiving your donated gift and you also receive an update from us once your donated item has been paid forward. Wherever possible, we try and stock from local suppliers and especially those who have social consciousness for the community and environment. You can find Jess and the team at The Grateful at 122 Young Street, Carrington, Newcastle or online at www.thegrateful.com. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us, Jess. We've got you on to talk primarily about flowers, and I'm really excited to hear more of your story and how you help the community. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Jess, um, obviously the Grateful started with doing flowers and where you'd buy the flowers and then donate some flowers as well. So we've got you on here to talk about flowers. Awesome. Well, I love them. Yeah. You know, there's no denying how beautiful they are. <laughs> They're gorgeous. And I mean, my business is called Peony and Silk. Can you I guess know. which? Do you, say, do you pronounce it Peony or Peony? I Well, I say Peony, but I think it's... it's uh, yeah, I don't, in, don't yeah, ask me. I think the English, my husband's English and he says Peony. Mm-hmm. But I think the Americans say Peony and I think it's just Peony seems to have won out. I started off saying, pronouncing my name as Peony, but everyone would just say Peony. Mm. I've probably put some sort of... Ocker yeah. spin on it too. Yeah, myself. yeah. Peony. Do you have a favourite flower? Oh, tulips. Oh, really? Absolutely. I've always loved tulips oh. because they're just so architecturally striking. Yeah, yeah. Like, and colourful too, yes, huh? Yeah, and but they're just range. so so simple. Like I just love them on their own. Yes, just, yeah, yeah. And their leaves are really beautiful as well. Like sometimes you get beautiful flowers, but their leaves are really ugly. Yes. But I think tulips have both. I, I love them. Have and you been binoculars? What are they? They look a bit like a peony. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But yes, you can get them I in a know. whole bunch of different colours. Yeah, yeah. And they're not as... Almost um, tissue paper Yep, petals. yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they're not like peonies have got a very short lifespan, yep. haven't they? They're oh, it depends. I think, well, you kind of buy them now as a bud. I think at what yep. stage you buy them. Probably when you're styling, yep. they're well and truly bloomed and yeah. blossomed and open up. So, so yeah. Have you been to the tulip fields? No. In, no? Mm, I'd love oh, to. It's, it's one of those little kitty dreams. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Make happen but like those that. images, like they're really iconic pictures, aren't they? Like the tulips. Yeah. yeah awesome. What's your favourite flower to make into a bouquet? Like what's your favourite thing oh, bouquet-wise? So, uh, floristry is not my background at all. No, so I, don't I, just think you, I don't think you need to be no. a florist to love flowers or work with them no not at all and um I just love like love flowers and accidentally sort of fell into it and then it's become because they're so sensory it's become such a like mindfulness um therapeutic thing to do yeah so you know they evoke 
you know, taste, you can even eat them, but smell, touch, sight. And um, the sixth sense, I like to say that flowers sort of evoke is nostalgia. Like when we donate them to the hospitals, it's actually the men that come running up to you and they start just quiver into this innocent and vulnerable child that, you know, talk about the flowers that their grandmother used to have. Oh, that's amazing. I think flowers in a home is is really, it's a beautiful thing. Like if you're buying them for yourself, for your own home, it's just, it's almost like a bit of self-love. Oh, completely. You know what I mean? Like it's like telling yourself that you're worthy of doing nice things for yourself. You shouldn't have to rely on other people to give them to yeah. you. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of how the concept, I mean, in a long-winded story, is a whole bunch of little seeds yeah. that were planted for the grateful to blossom. But yep. one of the sort of methodologies behind it all is, you know, quite often we um, won't do something for someone else. But if people think they're going to have another posy sent up to the hospital, we subconsciously trick mums especially into doing something nice, nice for themselves. themselves. And then if mum's happy, the whole family's happy. That's very clever, and, Jess. Oh, <laughs> it's actually part of our business model yeah, too. So yeah. Amy and myself and Amalie who works yeah. for us, or probably is pretty much our rock, yeah. you know, every fortnight we have a little mini posy ourselves. Yeah. You know, we take yeah. home. And it might just be two or three stems. But I actually find if they're not in the house, that I'm like, oh, what, something's what's, out. It's like, you it's know, like missing your week. thing? Yes, like it yeah. just, you might not even notice when you walk past them, but just that split second that your senses are yeah. enriched and enlightened and your mind's just, you know, they're, they're, yeah. it's purely mindfulness and you yeah, just don't yeah. even realise you're pausing and, you know, sort of um, yeah. filling your cup back up because I'm a real water person. So if I can't be yeah. around the ocean, give me flowers. Penny yeah. and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I love flowers. I think they're beautiful. I mean, obviously, I have a flower in my name of my business. Which I love. And yeah, that attracted yeah, to me when you yeah, first started, I, I think. Yeah. But I was talking to someone on one of my episodes a couple of weeks ago, actually, about dried flowers and the dried flower trend. What are your thoughts on dried flowers? Um, I believe they serve a purpose. Yep. But for me, flowers, it's that represent life and growth and change and blossoming. And unfortunately, while they're beautiful and they're great, they serve a purpose for styling and, you know, if you don't want to, you know, jump into consumerism and things like that. But fresh flowers, and I know what you'll, you know, you'll get to later, but when we take up our donated poses each week to the hospital, that fresh injection of life and that little bit of change and salty and a new smell and a new face yeah, on that yeah. flower posy to look at. So, yeah, yeah I they serve a purpose, but you, uh, you they don't, don't do it for no, me. No, no. My guest on that episode was very against it. She was like, it's dead energy. And if you're having them in your home, you need to counteract that with something live. Like, yeah. So a real bunch, I like a live bunch of flowers or some other live energy in yeah. your property. So the only proviso around that is that if you've been given a bunch of flowers by someone special and you've dried them out yourself. That's yes, a different I, energy yes. that you get. So I just thought that was really interesting. I wanted to ask you about your thoughts on that because they're very popular at the moment in interiors. Yes. But for me, I just think you can't beat a beautiful bunch. Even just leaves sometimes yeah. make a beautiful you know, statement piece. Yeah. But well, the, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, there's actually a study that someone shared with us not long ago in the States. Um, yep. I don't know if they actually – strategically set up this study or just study based on yep. patients that had 
flowers in the hospital room yeah. and though any patient that had flowers in the hospital room needed oh it was like a quarter of the amount of um, visits and servicing and tent and the they wow. um the repair and recovery time was so much higher. Oh, right. that's amazing. Oh, sorry, yeah, like, Love, you know, yeah, faster. It's quicker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's amazing because I, I mean I know what they do for me and yeah, you know the well being yeah, yeah, aspect. Yeah. You know, yep, yep. we've had stories of mums we where we you know yeah. tricked as I hate to say but you know <laughs> encourage them to do something yeah, nice themselves yeah. and they'll send us a message that their kids had given them feedback. Hey, mum, you're in such a good mood today. What happened? And they're like. Just, oh, just, actually, I bought flowers thinking yeah. I was donating one to the hospital, but, but I actually but did something beautiful nice. for me and yeah. in turn my children. I just think that's such a lovely um, concept and almost that, like that idea of tricking people to buy something for themselves. Well, you because know what mums like. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Put everyone first mm-hmm. and not us. But I think that idea of filling our cups up before we can distribute <laughs> yes. the love and everything else that we need to to pass on to the kids i think it's really um important like our style but wanting to stay we also do bespoke interior design to make you love your home more peonyandsilk.com.au so what uh, what other tricks or tips have you got for flowers oh um well i guess you just touched on it a moment ago so we do a few courses and workshops too oh, so do you? yeah the first one we ever did was for mums or parents and a child and yeah, yeah, basically yeah. they it was we do it in color therapy so we lay ah. all the flowers out based on their um oh. colors and then we put up big signs and happy faces and symbols of what all the colors represent yeah yep. so for example our business is all about creating a happier society through connecting yep. and giving all our poses include like white, which is loyalty, yep. and pink, which is love, not in a sexual sense, yep, but yep. in caring yeah. and warmth. And, yep. you know, we'll always have the greenery, which is fresh and life. So yep, yep. our uh, workshops are based on that as well. So we do oh, like parent fantastic. ones. So the yeah. kids can often do them separately. Yeah, yeah. And so where the parents can't interfere and they can come back and they write a letter or write down why they selected the colours. So it's a great way, a platform oh. for people to communicate feelings that might not necessarily. Yes, exactly. And then they come together and work as a collective to build their one for Ronald McDonald House or the hospital. Oh, that's lovely. So we do that for as you know, parents and kids. We do it in terms of team building, like in yep. offices, things like that. And also, we have a school program that we've written based on that. And we did a five week term one. The middle one was all about environment, so upcycling. So flowers yeah. can be quite expensive. They as you can know. be really expensive. So the, yeah. and one of the schools we were working at was you know a lower socioeconomic yep. area. So you know, we wanted the kids to be able to take that home or start yep. doing it with their parents at home or their carer, whoever yeah, that was. Yeah. So the middle one about environment, we upcycled jars, which we do in our shop. Yep. But we did a bushwalk and we foraged and picked things yeah. together. First, the kids couldn't get their head around it. Yeah. So we showed them a picture of a beautiful sort of gum, natural type yep. posy. Yeah. And that ended up being my favourite session. And as you're going around foraging too, you're acting out mindfulness so you're looking for things we talked about what they found you're seeing the birds hearing the noises smelling all of that and wildflowers are really beautiful anyway they can um some people think it kind of looks a bit it can look messy but I just think it's stunning I think it's really amazing and if you ever see those gardens where people have just put wildflowers in I love it's so amazing I think it's brilliant well look what they attract I know you know bees and yeah the birds yeah absolutely Oh, I think that's fantastic. The parent-child one, is that mother-daughter specific well, or we end, is it uh, both? Was a bit of, like, we didn't position it that way, but organically it sort of happened. happened but there way. was a lot of probably almost 
30 to 40 percent boys as oh, well right. kids wow. so not dads yeah, but yeah. mums and boys yeah, as well and yeah. that, I tell you like when we go to the hospital people forget about men in that yeah you know that that they they have a feminine side and even yeah. if it's not feminine they still have a mum yeah, they have exactly. a sister and that's why Mother's Day is the biggest day yep. of the year for flowers yeah. but they're people they're vulnerable yeah. they like they they've got a nose they've got yeah. eyes they've got yeah. fingers to smell and touch yep. all yep. of that do you find that um there's a more masculine flower than like, I don't know because I I organically and innately steer away from that because yep. that's for me you. the flowers are. That old analogy of, you know, you don't buy the drill, you buy the hole in the wall. Yeah, so yeah. for us, our flowers are trying to create a feeling and a mood and communicate something yep, really uplifting yeah. and positive. Yep. So those colours, you know, white for purity and loyalty and pink and vibrant yep. colours, like and we might use yellow, yellows. you know, happy yeah, or yeah. orange, which is wealth and health. Yep, you know, yep. we always communicate in our poses using yep, those colours. Yep. So yes, there's definitely some more masculine ones. Well, actually one of the more feminine colours that men... I think tend to like is purple. Oh right! So, wow. Yes. Yeah, so quite often, my son loves purple. Yeah, but I steer clear of those deeper, darker colours. Like again, that they have a purpose. Yeah. But they for you, not it's for lighter. us. Yeah. 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 Mm. Obviously, flowers are seasonal. Oh, well, are flowers seasonal? Um, now? Quite, or they, well, we try and use local. Yeah. Okay. So, so then they case, would be seasonal. Yes, yeah. yeah. So what flowers would be around now? Um. So ranunculus. Okay. Stock. Stock. Yeah, that, which yeah. I love. Which is yeah, pretty yeah. and smells amazing. Yeah. yeah. I had that in my wedding bouquet, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? And a fake peonies because oh. they, they weren't around, but I had beautiful silk ones mixed in with some white roses. Yeah. Well, stops. that's true. Everyone knows you're going to be really hard pressed to catch your horse <laughs> if you want that for your wedding. So, stocks around. What else? Oh, the wax gum. Okay. I love yep. that because it smells amazing as well. Yeah. It's really delicate and pretty to yep. look at, but it's so hardy because oh, it's, fantastic. you know, that's what you want. Natural. Sort of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people always comment going, oh, yeah, your flowers, yeah. I've had them for two weeks now and they're still, they're going, still going because we try oh. and buy local as well. Yeah. I think that helps. Is there many flower farms? Are they farms? Um, well, you probably know if you're from Newcastle, the iconic Dom who used to be in Hunter Street Mall. Oh, I didn't, I didn't grow up in Newcastle. Mm. I'm a Central Coast girl. Oh, well, actually, so, he's, he's, the two main farms are down down at oh yes. down at um yes so there's Ivan too yeah. does the Bloom Barn yeah Bloom Barn sorry and he they both go to the uh, like farmers markets on a yep. Sunday so yep. we we'll get them from them but Dom used to always be in Hunter Street Mall ah, okay. and Market Town but with COVID it's become a lot harder because they're really they've restricted their days yeah yep. they're not travelling to Sydney as much. much yeah we'd love to meet your friends and style them up share this podcast then DM us Facebook or Instagram for your top ten free styling to sell tips from our team. At Peony and Silk. Has COVID impacted your business much? Um, more positively, I think, than yeah. anything. In terms of the boutique side of things. Because yep. everything in our shop's actually local. Yeah, fantastic. Except for some of the ladies' clothes. Yeah. So yep. a lot of that is we stock Australian labels, but yep. a lot yep. of it's still manufactured overseas. Yep. So yep. the quarantine hold up and border hold up. Yeah, issue. That and um, at the shop, I mean, with the flowers, obviously in the bouquets, you buy a bouquet and then a bouquet gets donated on your behalf. But at the shop, you donate some of your proceeds to Got Your Back Sister, yes. don't yeah, you? That's yeah, that's right. And for those who don't know, Got Your Back Sister is a local charity, which is run by Melissa Histon and helps uh, women escaping domestic violence. It's a great charity. Look it up, support it. Yeah. So um, the funds we donate 
I used to f- um, sponsor their self defense classes oh, for, for the women that can't afford yeah, it. That have, yeah, you know, we, I went and styled or designed a ladies' bedroom. Oh, so we I went out that. and bought. Uh, we had a student, a school, you know, working experience yeah. student for a week. She was in year ten or eleven, I think she was, and she came and helped me oh. pick all the stuff. And then she had to go back to school, obviously. And the day that we went and did it, we went out there and just. Did up a bedroom and oh. it was just really lovely. It's, uh, it's always been a great charity to support. I'm really happy to be involved. So mm. it makes you feel kind of good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> well, the concept with that is initially when we were starting the boutique, I thought whatever we sold, yep. we'd, whatever we donated for would, yep. would represent something that had been purchased. Yeah, yeah. But you know that might not always be what the what community need. really needs so yeah, I sat down yeah. with Mel and spoke to her and it was yeah. at the same time she'd been around to speak to the shelters and found yep. out that self-defense classes were what? really needed yeah, you know, to help yeah, women yeah. feel safe and secure yep, to actually yep. leave sort of thing yeah. so for me it couldn't be a better fit because we're not trying to do what got your back sisters doing or no. we're no we're in the medical yeah, field yeah. we just want to support those but yep. really our core audience and people we're trying to support is mums like myself that are juggling kids and yep. work or trying to keep up on Instagram and all that sort of bs yep. yeah, but yeah. for a mum to come in and you know internally beating herself up going yep trying to get with the Joneses or I should have done this I should have done that to go be able to stop for a moment step out and get a greater perspective and think hey if I'm buying this t-shirt I actually could be a lot worse off I could be externally getting physically and mentally beaten so hopefully you know that's the idea for me gratitude and happiness yeah it's all about perspective yeah and yeah that's how we do it before you came Mel and I Mel the owner of the podcast studio not Mel Histon Mel Sargent we were just talking about gratitude and how it's a really important thing to try and instill in kids Mm. and um how do you do that and one of the things like we were just sort of talking about our experiences growing up and a lot of people aren't a lot of people Mm. don't focus on gratitude and they're focused on what they don't have well instagram's great for that isn't it (laughs) putting the light on that so to come into a store it's real mums and yeah bring your kids in and actually share those stories and you know quite so much pressure on mums well you wear every hat now yeah really don't you so for me I wanted to start I always worked in finance yeah but sort of marketing business development and for me I wanted to start this before I had kids because I grew up suffering severely from depression my parents are both depressed okay and a lot so often a lot of that comes from your work doesn't it and then you take it home and then it funnels through to the family family. so for me I sort of became quite aware of that and I was dogged about doing something that filled my cup up but I could also you know work around where my kids were the priority and if I need to I can take them to the Um, shop or shut the shop for the day yeah and so I was huge on doing that before I had kids but also bringing kids into a world where our life is focused on gratitude like the kids come to us before COVID used to come with us to the hospital to deliver the flowers like Gem who I initially started the business would have Avery on her back and Eli would be handing them out and they call him the little flower boy like to yeah. see the world, to be able to show your kids that side yeah, of the world. Yeah. I think it's really important to expose kids to a broad range of human experience, mm-hmm. like in the sense that the life we live isn't necessarily the life that everybody leads. Yeah. And you are really lucky to be experiencing this life with a mum and dad who are still together, you yeah. know, a house with a roof, roof over your yeah. head, you know, all of those sort of things. When you do focus on 
the gratitude side of life and mm. like it just brings you joy like yeah. that's the easiest way to feel joyful is to be yep. thankful for the things that you have yep or give. and what you One do and give, give yeah. yeah generosity i think yep. is massive unless of course you've been generous to serve a purpose and then that's maybe not necessarily the case because yeah. there's a bit of that out there yeah oh yeah completely. yeah, yeah. it's like oh god I think what you guys do is just wonderful. Thank you. We absolutely love it. Like yeah. I pinch myself every day, day. Yeah, that yeah. we get to do this and just the amazing people that, that you get, have you come into come our in. life yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fantastic. And people will come in and just open up because I think yeah. we sort of – Is that sometimes hard? Because, I, I mean, obviously some stories people might share with you might be – really difficult uh yes and no but i've sort of i've recently started sharing my story a bit too so i think that's really created a safe space for others to do the same yeah and also i probably wouldn't have been doing that right now this soon on in my life sharing my raw version of my story had i not had that space where people were coming in and giving me their Their story so really Stories I'm the one that, that keeps yeah. getting gifted yeah, and blessed out of all yeah, of this. Yeah. I think sharing stories is really important. I think it's really good. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for joining us, Jess. Thanks for having me. I've loved it. Oh, good. I'm glad. (laughs) We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au 